and gentlemen, welcome back to A Hoops Journey, episode 127. If you are still rolling with us to this day, thank you so much to our day ones. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, as I was just talking with this young lady offline here before we started, um, the power of podcasts and sharing stories. I think it's so great that we have young people who are willing to step up on a Saturday morning for me, um, early afternoon for for this guest um, and share their story about life and hoops, knowing that there's still so much more basketball to go. But um, our plug on this one was the uh, the killer Silas Swords. So we appreciate her making the connection. Um, we're sitting down with another young stud, an up and comer in the in the country, um, a Villanova commit, um, someone who's currently decided to stay in Ontario and play ball and, and not go um, out of province or out of country, which I think is something we'll touch on as well. Um, a young killer, and uh, we have another Miss Jasmine Basco with us today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Like I said, um, I feel like I've been sick since Christmas, but uh, we'll yep. get through it. You know, no, <laughs> no one feels sorry for me, and um, my son still wakes up in the morning and is ready to wrestle. So life moves on. But um, how are things with you? I mean. Give us an idea of where you're at, right? We're we're late January right now. So, you know, seasons kind of come into that peak prime sort of moments. Where are you and your team at? And um, how are things looking as you move sort of towards what would be considered probably playoff time or whatever it is with your season? Yeah, so we're, you know, I think if you look at my team now, we've definitely kind of rise or rose since the beginning of the year. So we're definitely at a good point right now. We have three more OSB games left until playoffs. And I believe playoffs are like the last week of February. So we're getting there. Obviously, I think we have a couple or one more U.S. tournament too. So season's almost over, but we're just trying to go out with the bang and finish it off well. So three more games trying to, you know, play those and win those and push through those. And then as time goes, hopefully get a good seed for playoffs and then playoffs start soon. So we're really on like the last stretch of the season. Yeah. And it's that yeah. it's, I don't know how you feel as I'm, I'm just assistant coaching this year um, that I've been head coaching my high school team for a long time. And this time of year is always that you, the, the good teams are able to kind of put their head down and still find practice as an opportunity to grow and, and get better. And I think kind of the average teams are like, Oh man, it's been a grind. You know, this is a long season. And, and I think, you know, what's your approach being a leader on your team and, and probably being one of the better players? Um, do you notice some of the girls going through that little hitting that wall a bit or is the eye on the prize still and you have a highly motivated group? I think right now our eyes, de our eyes are definitely on the prize. You know, we just came off from the Christmas break. We practiced over the break. We, but we also had our time to rest and kind of take our time away from each other. So we've, we've had our time apart and now we're back and we've been going at it hard in the gym. Our practices have been looking great. So I think we're all really excited for like what's coming up, especially because like this is my last year playing high school, obviously. So, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to cherish every moment and trying to make this a good way to leave. But yeah, we've been we're, we're going strong and we always have that focus. Like we our thing at Kings is like we always play every game like it's our last. So mm. we're always pushing and we're always looking forward to the next game, you know, keeping. So obviously playoffs are coming up, but right now we have a game on Monday. So that's what we're thinking about right now. So we're not looking too, too far ahead, but we have that in the back of our minds that that's what our like main goal is. You guys have practice tomorrow, Sunday? Not tomorrow. No, yeah, we don't. Yeah. I know yeah, we went hard this week. Okay. Yeah. See, our league is Monday, Wednesday too. And it's hard because it, it is the grind of the season. And so some days we'll practice on a Sunday 
but it's mm-hmm. also like you mentioned, you giggled a little bit. We had our time away from each other. That's also healthy too, to just sort of have that break away from each other. But you know, it's that paranoia as a coach of like, we haven't practiced and we're going into a game sort of without any reps, but you know, mm-hmm. your coaches know what they're doing. So awesome. Um, let's get right into it. So tell, tell us, obviously you're still young, right? Um, you've got lots of hoops ahead of you, but um, tell us about yourself growing up as a young person, um, kind of what sports you did and, and why basketball sort of separated itself from, from everything else for you. For sure. So I, so my parents met playing basketball at the university of Guelph in Ontario. Okay. And then my brother was born. He he's four years older than me. So by the time he was like four and I was born, he was playing basketball. My dad was coaching. My mom was coaching. So I was kind of born into it in a way. Yeah. And so my dad was coaching like university girls and I was like riding my tricycle around the gym. Like I was always <laughs> there. And then by the time I was four, I started like playing, you know, house league. I'd like train with my dad a bit, but it, it was unserious. Like it wasn't, I was four, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. so I've always known basketball. I grew up around basketball. Everyone in our circle was like someone involved with basketball. And so as like, I went into elementary school, my brother played, my mom coached my brother, my dad coached my brother. I was just playing. I played on Hamilton Transway from like, I did house league from like, I want to say senior kindergarten, but I started repping grade two. And so I've been, I played Damn. basketball forever. And then yeah. along with that, I was playing soccer. So that's probably why me and my brother both played soccer. It's a pretty common thing. I feel like for basketball players to play soccer when they're younger too. Sure. So yeah, yeah lots of soccer. I loved soccer so much. Like around grade six is when my parents said, okay, you have like, eight practices a week. You need to just like pick what you're doing. We're going here and there, here and there. Like you need to decide. And so obviously I, like I said, I love soccer a lot, but because of how much basketball impacted my life, like growing up, mm-hmm. then it was like, it was the obvious choice in a way. And like my best friends, I play basketball with my best friends. So I wasn't willing to give that up. So I stopped right. playing soccer around grade six and then it's been basketball ever since. I swam and did dance in between all those things, but like nothing major. It was always just kind of basketball and soccer for me. Got you. Okay. So I I didn't, I didn't want to be like the Canadian, like, do you know Steve from Alberta question, but like, are you somehow related to Shane Basco? That may or may not be my dad. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Cause I was doing, I was doing, I was doing research last night. Okay. So like, die man, the why man. Okay. So I was an all Canadian the same year your dad was player of the year. Really? Yes. Wow. I played at, I played at Langara. He got player of the year. I was my player of the year. Where's your dad? Get him in the room right now. Call him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's at a gym. <laughs> Is he? And then, and yeah. then I, I kind of like, I was like, okay, you know, like she doesn't need to know, but I'm like, what are the chances? Like Hooper, Basco. I'm like, I'm reading about your dad last night and I'm like, I can't find a connection online that says that <laughs> like to confirm it. And then you're like Guelph. And I'm like, Yo, this is it. This is for real, for sure. Now we never, yep. we never matched up against each other. I don't think. I think the year he was player of the year, he, his team didn't make nationals. No. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah, yeah, are. yeah. We did, and we won. So you can let yeah. him know. But yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. Wow. See, and this is one thing we've talked a lot, uh, Jasmine, about on this on the show is just sort of like, and I'm sure you're feeling that now, now that you've had an opportunity to play for Canada as well, is like it's a big basketball world, but it really is not like the layers not are really small. You know what I mean? Like it's, and I'm yep. sure you felt that. And, and you, you talking about going from being the little kid on the trike to, you know, you growing up now and, and some of these women that your dad coached, you might see in your community now. And it's like, it, it's really not, it's, 
only so many degrees of separation. That might or might not be my dad. She says, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, cool. So yeah, tell your dad, I said, what's up? Tell him Aaron Mitchell was the host and, uh, we got to get him, we got to get him on, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's an OG right there. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, you know, obviously like you've touched on basketball, huge thing, right? Um, you mentioned mom and dad meeting at university and sort of, you know, and it's interesting. You talk about being two and being playing Hamilton Transway already, right? My son's in grade, grade two, sorry, not two, grade two. And, um, I'm like, he's in, into basketball, but he's not, you know, and he's starting to come to practice and I just, I want him to figure it out for himself, but it seems like mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you're just into it right away. Um, did you feel that pressure from mom and dad or was it just something that was natural because you were around it and you just like competition and with that and soccer, you just enjoyed what, what came with sport? Mm-hmm. I would say at first it was a hundred percent natural. Like having an older brother, I was always super competitive and things like that. But mm-hmm. as I got older, my parents realized like she, like I didn't really seem like I wanted to play basketball to play basketball. It was more like, I wanted to be around my friends. My best Mm. friends were on the team. They're twins. They're on my team. So I wanted to go and see them every other day. And that's why, and I loved basketball my whole life. And I obviously still do, but my parents always kind of saw that in me and I wouldn't agree with them, but they know me well. So they're like, (laughs) are you sure you want to play basketball? Or is this just like, just go and have fun with your friends. And so they said to me all the time, like, if you don't want to play, like, we're not going to be mad. We're not going to be upset. And Mm. But at the same, I was like, no, I promise I want to play. I promise I want to play. Like I was always trying, kind of pestering it. But as I got like around grade six, I actually told my dad, I don't want to train with you anymore because that's when it's, we started to get really serious. And I was like, I don't like, I, this is too much. I don't want to do this. It's every day. It's like, oh, like this is just, it's not what I want. And then the year oh, okay. after that, I was like, you know what? Like now that I've missed training with my dad for a year, I was like, something's wrong. Like this doesn't feel right. So I mm. got back in the gym with him. And then at that point is kind of when I started separating myself from the pack, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Yep. And that's when I really started to like excel as a player. So I think that year that I stopped training with my dad was like really big for me because I was just playing rep, but not really doing anything outside of the transit practices. Mm-hmm. And I kind of realized how I said to him, I was like, how come everyone's as good as me now? And he was like, hey, you asked not to train. It's not on, it's not on me. So I was like, I, I got to get back in the gym. So that was definitely like something that kind of reminds me all the time too. Like I have to keep putting in those extra hours if I want to, if I want to be who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's cool that you, you know, you had that perspective from, you know, level-headed parents, right. Understanding that like, it has to really come from you because, you know, I'm sure deep down your dad's probably like, I hope, she, I hope she gets into hoops and she wants it, mm-hmm. but, but really dragging you to the gym does no good. Um, you know, if you don't want to be there, you don't want to be there. And, and, uh, that's a good reflection in terms of realizing also like at a young age, I don't know how many grade sixes are out there going like, well, everyone's getting better and like, you know, so, but then also (laughs) realizing that you have an opportunity, you have a guy who's got keys to a gym 24 seven and, and all you need to do is go with him and what's dad's approach there. So you're going to training and things like that. Um, is it like conversations in the car does he give you space and wait for you to come to him like how does that work what's that dynamic like you know very similar with with sila who you know well right her, her dad was a hooper and and um just sort of working through that relationship and making sure that it's it's a healthy one how did you guys um work through that yeah so when i was younger he kind of has like his training so it was kind of just like i knew i was going it wasn't really like an option for me because he trained other kids as well so i was right. just a part of that Sure. But as I got older and it just became more of the one-on-one type of thing, 
it was like, if he had a gym available, he would come ask me, do you want to train? And I was like, yeah, I do. And then I used to hate training one-on-one because we like, we would butt heads sometimes because we're both pretty like strong personalities, but I've grown to love it. Like now I don't even like training in groups. I love training by myself. I picked up on your personality, like 30 seconds in, like this girl is on one. She's ready. I'm like, there is no intimidation. (laughs) Your body language. I'm like, she's ready. You know, like, you know, being younger, you just, you know, I I work, I'm a high school teacher, right? So you kind of see all day and I'm like, nah, she's, she's ready. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I had to point that out. Like I picked up on it right away. Yeah. 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 Which I think is dope. uh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, for sure. So he would always just, you know, come to me. Oh, I have a gym, want to go. And it's always early in the morning. So he knew I was like, yeah, but I have to wake up at like 5 a.m. But kind of as I've grown, it's more been like, he knows I'll go anytime there's a gym. He doesn't have to ask me. He'll just be like, we're going this time because I'm not going to say no. But at the same time, if I want to go, I can be like, you want to go this time, you want to go this time. Or if I'm like sore, tired, I feel like I need rest. And I say, oh, I'll just take this one day off. And we'll go tomorrow like it's very flexible because it's mm. like I've, i'm doing so much throughout the week that if we have sure. the gym time and i'm gonna take it we're gonna go but if i need that rest it's not like i'm trying to avoid basketball it's just like my body needs a break so we definitely found like the healthy balance between making sure we're still getting in the gym but also like taking that rest time and mm-hmm. knowing when it's when it's a little too much yeah yeah sure that's good so grade seven, you know, you, you find yourself being pretty competitive with the sport, really getting into it. When did you start to notice and kind of feel that their eyes were heading in your direction? I mean, obviously, um, places like Ontario, so many great basketball players too, right? And you're not the only one, but there must have been a time where you started to feel yourself separate from, like you already mentioned, the pack a little bit. And um, when did you start to think, well, you know what? Post-secondary is also something I want to, you know, earmark um, and think about those things. Mm -hmm. So for post-secondary, that was like, I want to say maybe grade four or five, only because, you know, Kia Nurse played for Transway. And so like growing up, I was like, I'm playing for Transway. Kia played for Transway. I'm going to go to UConn. I want to do just what Kia did. And I used to go to her games all the time. So I always knew, like, I wanted to do it. I don't know if it's because Kia did it or because I actually mm-hmm. wanted to at the time, but sure. it was always like a thought. I but, absolutely love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that there's, I love that there's women in Canada that people like yourself when you're young can look up to, you know, cause it wasn't always mm-hmm. the case. It wasn't always the case yeah. of, you know, some amazing baller. Right. And, and I think that's so fantastic. And the, and the path that Kia has paved for so many is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that's a great shout out. Sorry. Yeah. Amazing. Keep going. Yeah. yeah, of course. So yeah, that like post-secondary has always been kind of something floating through my mind, but I would say in my grade eight year, our transway team was like undefeated. We were going, we were getting ready for a junior NBA for OBA playoffs. We were just like steamrolling everyone. So yeah. that's when we kind of had the eyes on us. Cause now we're older too. And it's about to be high school. Yeah. But then we got hit with COVID. So we didn't get to go to junior NBA. We didn't get to have the, the OB, uh, OBA playoffs, nothing. And so everything kind of just went quiet. And then obviously for grade nine, I went to Kings, but people don't even know I went to Kings in grade nine because we didn't even play. They're like, oh, you've been here all four years. I was like, yeah, just didn't have any games. <laughs> yeah. And then grade 10 was definitely the time when it was like eyes are on me now because yeah. our team, was, we went 27 and 0 until our <laughs> final playoff game. We had, we sent eight seniors to like to the US. We were just, wow. yeah, we were a pretty dominant team. And unfortunately one of our players, Abby Jagaday, who's actually at Villanova now, she tore her ACL. So I kind of need to, I needed to step up and have a bigger role being in grade 10. 
And so as I stepped up, I stepped up. That's when more people started to like notice me. And then the OSBA mm-hmm. playoffs was like kind of a breakthrough for me, even though obviously we came second. Mm-hmm. I, I just, something happened in my mind and I just started, I, I was balling out. So that's when I kind of like got a little more recognition, especially after the break from COVID. But mm-hmm. I'd say that was definitely it. If you're a basketball player out there in the lower mainland, or uh, BC in general, and you're looking for somewhere to play, we have a proud sponsor, and that is PGC Hoops. You can find them at pgchoops.ca. And the thing that makes them unique and that we're proud to sponsor them and then be a sponsor of us is it's a true nonprofit basketball organization found in the east side of Vancouver. The mission is cost-effective elite basketball for all. Find the website, take a look, register your kids, register yourself, look for the programs. And if you have any questions, reach out to me and we can contact you with the right people. This is a good program for the right reasons. We appreciate you, PGC Basketball. Just want to pause right there. Tell, tell us, like, give, give me some insight, you know, obviously being a teacher and dealing with COVID and, and seeing the impact on kids. How was that for you? How were you able to sort of work through everything? I mean, it's a lot to go through. It was hard for me as, as a 40-year-old man, right? And just, um, you know, obviously having basketball being taken away and, and, you know, your gym is your sanctuary and then not being able to compete and then dealing with everything, you know, you're trapped at home and what was that like, you know, from a young person's perspective and how were you able to sort of have a healthy mind about it and move forward? Yeah. So my parents are really big on like, you know, this is what we're faced with. Let's like make sure we're still living life kind of. Mm. So they had us doing school and things like that. And then every day we had to do something active. So whether it was biking or going outside to like a outdoor basketball court. So my dad, we would, me and him and my brother was home. So we would bike and go to like the elementary school basketball rims and then Mm -hmm. we'd go back the next day and we'd see the rims are gone or there's like a trash bag over the rim so they really didn't want us out so now we're going to community parks and there's cops there monitoring the rim so we can't even go there Mm -hmm. it's like oh my gosh what are we gonna do so we buy a rim from home depot and i like i build it because i had nothing to do so now we have our own rim and then slowly the 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 gym started opening so we were, we were in the gym like every day once you could kind of have your little private time, you know, wearing mm-hmm. a mask or whatever. But mm-hmm. so my parents def- definitely made sure we were, you know, staying in touch with like school, basketball, and also like obviously having that time to relax. It's COVID. You don't really have anything to do. But no, we made sure we stayed in the gym the whole time. So it, like, honestly, I can say from my perspective, COVID wasn't really anything that, you know, took a toll on me too much just because I was also like 15 years old. Like there wasn't really anything going on in my life, but I mean, (laughs) it was, I saw it as a time to relax. I didn't even, I did like half of grade eight and then school was optional. So I wasn't really doing anything. (laughs) And what do you like? Do you like school? Are you mad? I love school. You do? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What are you going to, what are you going to study? I'm going into communication. So that's, I'm hoping to get into like sports broadcasting, things like that. Nice. Although I love school and I love science and stuff. I'm not very good at it. So yeah, yeah, science sure. isn't my best subject. So I'm not really going into anything over there. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. I love it. I love the, I love the, the growth mindset and the ability to sort of just look at, 
all right, this is what we're dealing with. Let's make the best of our situation. And you get out of COVID and you've touched on having a, a big year and, you know, stepping up after teammates go down. What's it like? What's a practice like when you have eight girls that are going to the U.S.? Those must be some pretty intense. I mean, is there a game or a team that can compare to that? You know, you got you almost literally have two full squads of, yeah, um, you know, post-secondary, post-secondary players, right? That's that must yeah. be pretty intense. Yeah. The practices were great. They were like high intensity. We obviously like we had our five starters, but then also the girls coming off the bench were also yeah. like, like it's not like we were an uneven team. Like we were a deep team. So mm-hmm. our practices were definitely too, when you can go after the starters. Like oh, you're like hundred percent. And then they yeah. get so pissed off, and you're like, yes, we're <laughs> under their skin. This yes. is great, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so my my older my older coach at Kings, he's done now, but Zelmir, he was also a really competitive guy too. So. He was kind of in our ear while we're going against each other. And so we're getting that we're going at each other full speed. Like it was so great. And I was two years younger than like every single girl on the team, except for one. So it was also like great. It was a great learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. And they talked, they talked me through it. We also, we had some fifth years too. So it was just great sure. to see like these, this is the level these girls are at right now. And I'm fortunate to be playing with them, but they're about to move on. So I'm seeing what they're doing before they go away to college and university. And it's kind of, it yeah. just helped me grow a lot as a player and as a person. They're all great people. Yeah, it, it'd be a waste to have those people around you and not take something away from them, right? Like, mm-hmm. what an opportunity to not only compete at them every day and with them, but to also take note of the things that they're doing and and the good and bad, right? Like, oh, I, I like that, but maybe not that so much. I'll put that one away, right? And I think that's how we mm-hmm. learn from people. That's great. Um, so what's the next step? Did you play provincial team? Did you stay with like an A, your AAU stuff? Like as you move forward, what what's the play in the off season for you? Yeah, so I actually never had the opportunity to play for like Timo or anything. I never played mm. on the provincial team. So I, my, my route was kind of just straight to national team. So you didn't, a, you, just, you didn't try out or you're too busy or you just had straight national team and there was no opportunity to, to do both? I did try out in grade eight, but that's like same thing, COVID. So yeah. there was nothing. Right. But okay. I don't know how that would have gone, but yeah, so nothing with that. I I've done AAU since like grade five. My translate team made the, our own little team called elite and we would go to like all the same tournaments. And then once I hit U 15 or U 14 actually is when I started with Kia nurse elite. Mm-hmm. So I've played, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, all four years with Kia nurse elite. And that was great. That's how I like really met Sila other than just playing against her, mm-hmm. you know, Toby Delaney, it was just a great way to like that really helped me grow as a player too. And just being around mm-hmm. them as well. So AAU has always been like travel ball and then into like UIBL has always been something that I've done. And it's probably like one of my favorite parts of the year. Like I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the opportunity to be around like Toby Sila, the, the players that maybe have the same mind frame and goals as you. Are there conversations about that? Or is it just sort of like, Hey, I get that we're all kind of the same here in terms of, you know what I mean? Are you talking about mm-hmm. those things? Like what's the, what's the perspective there? I would say when we were younger, we never really talked about it that much because we were 15, 16 years old, but yeah, once we all kind of committed or whatever, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But once we all kind of, we committed and we were all at um, senior camp together in mm-hmm. BC, that was when we really like, we would talk, you know, talk basketball, talk those things. But then at the same time, because we're playing basketball all day, every day, like, those two are, they're honestly my, like, I love them so much. They're like my best friends. I can talk to them about anything. 
we send each other funny videos all the time. We're always making fun of each other. Like a lot of the time we're just like joking around and just having some average dandy conversation. So yeah, we do. We get into it with each other. We talk about that stuff, but at the same time, like we just joke around all the time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that. Um, do you see yourselves as the future for Canada women's basketball? Like, is there, do you, you know, are you excited about having the opportunity to grow with those, you know, women and, and be the senior team in the future? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of what my roots been. I've been kind of implemented with the senior team practices and training camps just so I can kind of gain some experience. So when it is my turn, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. And then Silas like playing with them. Toby was at the camp as well when I was there. So they're definitely, you know, giving us little tastes and little dabbles of what it's like. So when we get to that level, it's like, yeah, you guys are ready. Let's go and play. So I think that's definitely like a focus for all three of us and probably something that the national team has in mind. And so we just have to keep, you know, growing with that. But I mean, it'll, that it'll be amazing when all three of us can play together on that team. Like I'll be, so that that's like a massive goal of mine. Yeah. And I think that's such a smart play by them. Right. We just had um, on yesterday released our episode with Steve Bauer, right. The coach of the women's program. And, and I think that's such a smart thing so that when the opportunity does arise for people like yourself, that it's not as overwhelming or as big. And then, but then you also see these women who have been doing it, right? The Kayla's, the Kia's, like that. I don't know if you had an opportunity to meet Kim Smith yet, but those people that have done it, and then it gives you something to shoot for, which I think I love that succession thought of the women's program. That's fantastic. How did it feel um, to finally get the opportunity to put the maple leaf on your chest and wear the jersey? I mean, it must have been a pretty special moment. And to think about all the effort and time and energy you've put in, like you've talked about, um, doing the boring stuff, the 5 a.m.s, and then, it, you know, you're literally representing your country, which is uh, not something many people get the opportunity to do. Yeah, no, that was like the craziest time for me. It was kind of funny how it happened, too, because I was invited to. So this was two years ago. I was invited to the U-17 Worlds Camp. So me, Sila, Toby, we were all there together. And I went to the first camp, left. So they normally do like the first camp, get a break. And then you'll do the second camp when you go away. So I went to the first camp and then Steve was like, he messaged me and my dad. He's like, can I get a zoom call with Jasmine? I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, is he going to tell me I didn't make it? Like, I was so close. (laughs) So I'm leaving practice. And then I get on the zoom call and Steve's like, so we actually want you to move up to the U18 team for America's. Like, are you okay with that? And I was like, what? Yes. Like, Oh my gosh. For sure. So he's like, we're not guaranteeing you, guaranteeing you a spot on the team. Like you still have to come to the camp and, you know, earn it, but yeah. they wanted to move me up a level. So I went to the U18 camp. It was super competitive. There was like me and two other point guards that were kind of going at each other in the camp. Mm-hmm. And then I managed to make the team. So that was like, I, it was amazing. We did our media day and you know, our, you see your last name on the Jersey and it's like, Oh my gosh, like Canada and Bosco on the same Jersey. Like that's so cool. And so that was definitely surreal for me. Like I was sending all the videos and pictures to my family group chat. My dad was so excited. He was like posting it on Instagram. And it was just like, (laughs) it was something I've always dreamed of. Like the Olympics is like the biggest goal of mine. And you kind of have to remember like it's, there's steps to get there. So this was like, I feel like the first step was complete. And then we went to America's and we lost the US by four, which is like the closest Canada's like ever been to them. So it was obviously until like the men's just recently. But so that was like, the coolest, like, it was the best way to do it. It was my first time and it was like amazing. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. And I think um, you realize that like when 
your dad and mom and myself were your age, there was no Canada. I mean, and no disrespect, like they're just, we weren't on the map like we were on both men's and women's side, right? And mm -hmm. and how cool it is for, that's something that young athletes have something to look forward to and look up to, right? And, and shoot for, you know, it used to just be make your provincial team. And then, I don't know, you know, if you got invited to like a student games or something, but now it's like, it's there, it's, it's tangible. And I think it's yeah. so, it's so cool. Um, and I can only imagine what those experiences were like and, and how exciting it must be to think about, it must be hard to just sort of stay in the moment, you know, and, and, you know, cause you think about Olympics, like four years, it's a long time. It's so mm -hmm. much can happen, but also knowing that like, Hey, if we can do this and stay together, like we might be able to really, really do it, you know? Yeah. It's, so, it's so cool. And you build a family, like all those girls that I've played with the past two years now, like they're all in college. They're in their, their second year of college. And it's just like, so cool to see them. Like I'll rush home from practice and turn on the TV and watch like Lamaya play. And I'm like, wow, like, this is so cool. Like you're on Miami. And two years ago, we were just playing <laughs> like on, I was playing against you in the OSBA. So it's just like, just things like that, where it's like, it's just, you, you kind of see yourself in them. Like this is where I yep. hope to be in two years. And we were all together. And it's like, you know, that they're handling their business, but at the same time, like we're all, representing our country so it's just something that's it's it's so cool it's so great amazing glad we were able to touch on that um now you talk about these women are who are playing university and stuff how did you come to your decision and, and figure out that Villanova was the right fit for you obviously with each year going forward you know <clears throat> getting into your junior and senior years lots of attention probably lots of offers um how does one go about figuring out what to do and, and how to go about it and what's the right fit because I'm sure, you know, sometimes it's, I don't know what your take is. Like, you know, you get someone who you're just like, well, I know this person's on this call for the wrong reasons or was it a connection? <laughs> was it a, you know, was it a family decision? Interested yeah. to know how you came to that choice. Yeah. So yeah, as my offers came, it, it was more, you know, I handled it more privately. I was never, yeah. you know, posting my offers or anything like that. It was kind of just, my less, family knew it was going to on. Receive an offer from. Yeah, no, none of that, none of that. I have like, I have like. Did you a like list the recruiting? Did you like the oh, process? I loved or was it, it. You did. Yeah. Okay, so like a I random coach picks really up the cool. phone and is like, "Hi, how are you, Jeff? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you're okay with. It. I mean, you seem like a pretty outgoing person, right? Yeah, I, I can mm -hmm. see you just being like, "Yeah, what's up?" You know, and sort of like. But anyways, I just was. I mean, there's yeah. always times where it can get overwhelming because there's like, sure. you can have like eight coaches like, hey, want to get on a call today? And you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be on the phone Netflix. all yeah. day. Yeah. So it's like, th th but that's what comes with it. Like you just have to appreciate those small things. But sure. yeah, but you know, I kept it pretty private. If my friends like were wondering, it's not like I wasn't going to tell them, but it was, I wasn't flaunting anything around. So mm -hmm. my family obviously knew, but as my process was like two years, right? So as it went on, kind of just took everything slowly. I took my time. And as it got closer to, I didn't know exactly when I wanted to commit, but I knew, you know, I, I was, my plan was to do it before U17 EYBL, just so I could kind of, you know, go and play that last summer and not have too much to think about. And a tip sure. that I got was like, even if you, if you didn't commit before U17, but you got your dream school while you were there, you only have like a month to really get to know them before like you have to commit where the other schools you've been talking to them for years. So it's different. Mm. So that's why I wasn't, I didn't feel pressured to like wait until EYBL was over. Cause like, well, obviously I committed to Villanova way before that. Like I knew where I wanted to go, but mm -hmm. I think it was just, 
you know, looking into the schools, watching them play, seeing seeing what the playing style is like, you know, going on visits. I only went on two official visits, so I didn't really try and, you know, see all these things. Like I went to Villanova on an unofficial, then I went on an official and I was like, oh my God, I love it here. Like, this is everything I wanted. I love it so much. Then I went on a second official to Marquette and I was like, this was really great too. Same conference, like, wow, this is tough. But I feel like in the back of my mind, I always knew Villanova was the place for me. I mean, the coaches are amazing. The girls, the players, they're great. Like, they're so amazing. The school is everything I wanted. Even just like the campus is beautiful. Like it was, it kind of just felt like home. I know a lot of people say that, but it's like, obviously there's a lot of thinking that had to go into it, but at the same time, no, like I'd look on that list and Villanova would just be like standing out of my face. Like I kind of mm. just knew. So it, it, I never, I never like regretted it or like second guess. I was like, no, this is where I want to go. I'm so happy with this decision. And I'm, I committed in March. So I had plenty of time to like, play EYBL with no stress or anything. Like it was great. And I'm so happy I chose Villanova. Like I can't wait to go. That's dope. Um, was there a certain coach that connected with you um, that that you was drawn to you as well? Or did they have a bunch of different coaches or is it kind of just one or two people that you were, you know, connecting with throughout the process? Mm-hmm. So the first one, so like I said, my teammate Abby from King, she went to Villanova. So they saw me playing when I was in grade 10 when I was playing with her, but they can't reach out to you at that age. Right. So they knew who I was, but it wasn't like, I, it's not like I was talking to them at that time. Mm-hmm. Then coach T, one of the assistants reached out to me and I was like, Oh my gosh, but they do a great job. Like they have their four coaches and they'll each reach out to you, message you, call you keeping up with you. Like, it's not like I only talked to one coach. Mm. Obviously my first message was from coach T, one of the assistants, but I've talked to, all four of the coaches, like religiously, like all of them reach out, all of them catch up. So yeah, it doesn't feel like, you know, just this one coach, like, no, it's, it's a whole family type of thing. So I love it. Sure. And it it seems like, I mean, obviously, you know, when you land in those first few days, there'll be some nerves, but it seems like there's not a lot of fear. It's just like all your experiences that you've been through traveling with basketball, being on the road, it seems like you're pretty excited about that next phase of your life. And, And just, that's a wild guess based on the grin on your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so excited. Everyone says, make sure you cherish your like high school life too. So I'm not trying to like speed through this, but mm-hmm. I can't wait to go. Like I, I, I'm always thinking about it. I'm so excited. Yeah. I tell the kids at, um, at our school, I just say like, I want your high school experience to be great. But if I see you when you're 30 and you say high school is the best time of your life, like I'm going to slap you up the head. Like <laughs> university and post-secondary is just the best. And when you get an opportunity to play athletics, um, it's even better. It's elevated even more. Right. And, and I think that's the power of sport too, is, you know, some people might be nervous, but you know, now that the minute you get on campus, you've got 12 to 13 other girls with you, right. That you, yeah. you may not be become best friends with everybody. You at least have, you got some sisters that'll be there and you got each other's back, right? Which also makes it, I don't know, just a little bit more calming, I guess. Is Now, mm-hmm. is there a basketball residence or do you just, are you going to be in residence by yourself? Like, is the team situated together? What's that like? Yeah, so yeah, the girls live together. So I'm pretty sure me and the two other freshmen are going to all be together. And it's a nice, it's a nice big room. Like, it's going to be yeah. great. So it's not like we're going to be crammed in one small space. Here. Like, we have our yeah. space, but we're definitely going to be together for our first year at least so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun and they're and the two other recruits that are going to me like i've spoken to both of them and they're really nice and they both play obviously high level in the u.s so yeah. i can't wait to 
finally meet them in person too. <laughs> What's that team room like? Nice. Oh, it's nice. They got, yeah. uh, they have like a room on this side and a room yeah. on the other side and two people per room. And then there's like a kitchen connecting on the hall and yeah. then there's a living room in the middle of them. So there's nice. lots of space. It's pretty spacious. Do they do any, um, do they have a big tournament that they go to? Like, do they go overseas or do they go to Hawaii or something? Is there, is there one on the, that you've got dotted? You're like, I can't wait for that. Well, every team does like every four years, they go on like their global trip or like foreign trip or whatever. And okay. I'm pretty sure this year is theirs. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to Italy. So freshman year, Italy, I'm pretty sure that's where I'm going. <laughs> nice. There we go. Yep. You just timed it right. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. I love it. So what's, you know, What's the future goal for you? Um, is it to make some money playing some hoops, no matter where that ends up? Like, have you thought about that part? Obviously, you're still super young. I don't want to jump too far forward for you. But, you know, we're starting to, like you said, high school's coming to an end. And then you know, we're stepping into the high-level Division One. Is there another goal for you towards the end? I mean, we talked about Senior Women's National Team and Olympics. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about that before we do uh, find out what your favorite cereal is. so yeah olympics for sure that's like Mm -hmm. the biggest and then my goal i would love to play overseas like that's just been something that i've loved to do and my family we've been so busy growing up you know my dad's also a teacher and my mom's busy with work so we're not the type of family that gets to travel a lot so Mm -hmm. i'd love to use basketball as a way to obviously play and do what i love but also see other parts of the world i think that's like if i could think about myself in the future i see myself like in Australia, like Potter is right now and just loving life, but also playing basketball like that. I would be perfectly fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did you take the opportunity with when you were with the senior team? Did you ask any of the women about that stuff? Or did you just sort of listen in on the conversations? Like, you know? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're always talking about it with each other. Even if Mm -hmm. you weren't asking just like, Oh, were you signing to, Oh, this, this, this. So we would sit back, listen, ask questions if we were curious, but I mean, I didn't even know, like, it's contract to contract to contract. Like, it's, yeah, it's wild, you know, right? some, they're short. Yeah. So I just learned a lot about that. And they were telling me, oh, like, you can really play anywhere if they want you. Like, you can really go anywhere you want. So it's like, if obviously, if they want you to go. But so it's like, it was just crazy. How I was like, it's not just you're going to, like, play in Italy or play in Australia. Like, you could play anywhere. You could go to Japan if you wanted to and play. So it's like, I think that's so cool. And that's something like I'm looking forward to, even though it's a while away, (laughs) I'm still excited for that. Whatever you're doing right now, listening at work, rolling in your whip, walk, going for a walk, whatever it is, hang on for a sec. You like jerseys? You like stance socks? You like throwback? You like shoes? You like anything related to basketball? Hit up ATOB Ball. And if you're not able to be there in store at Langley Event Center, check them out on the web. And I guarantee you'll find something you like. Give us a mention and you'll never know. Shout out to our boy Jeff. ATOB Ball. For life. Hey, you got you got a good global perspective. You've been parented well. It's pretty obvious, and that just that idea of getting to hoop, but also taking advantage of being in another part of the world. I had a good buddy who played in Switzerland. We went um, when uh, Vancouver hosted the Olympics in 2010. So my wife and I were dating, but we went over to Switzerland to visit my buddy, and 
he had like never really left Switzerland. And I'm like, dude, you got France. You got like, yeah, you're, you're you gotta like, go. You just see, yeah, they're not even like, you just cross the border. Like we would drive into France to get groceries because it was cheaper. There's nobody at the border <laughs> checking passports. I'm like, we got on the train. We went, like, my wife and I went into Paris and I'm like, you gotta take advantage. Like, him and I, he was hurt. So we drove down and we basically, we went through like the largest tunnel, one of the largest tunnels in the world through the Swiss Alps. And wow. we were all, and we were almost in Italy within three hours. I'm like, dude, what? what are we? Yeah, yeah. Every all the signs were in Italian, uh, but we were That's still so in cool. Switzerland. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, wow. whatever. And I'm like, dude, you're missing out here. But <laughs> that's his perspective. Yep. But I, I would have done it different. But hey, um, sounds like you've, uh, you've got some plans, which is great. Um, yeah. All right, last question before we do the little spitfire at you here. What's the plan in the off season? So high school comes to the end. Um, is there a EYBL that you'll be playing for? Is it jumping into national team stuff? What's the plan for, uh, kind of after spring break? Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah EYBL is done for me now. No more yeah. of that. Sadly. I mean, it's amazing, but so I'm too gonna old play, now. Like, you're not going to play U18 and dominate some 14 year olds no. or anything like that? No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so season ends, I think. So I, actually team Canada, I think we're getting together around the end of April. So there's about two months of, you know, I'm just getting lots of training. I'm yeah. going to be in the weight room a lot. You know, I got to get a bit stronger before I go to school. So <laughs> lots of just, that'll just be more one-on-one -on -one type of work. And then Team Canada will start up in April, go into like May and June. And then after that, it's to Villanova. So yeah. When kinda, you have to be on campus, August? Or is it like right away, July? Yeah. We haven't gotten our exact date yet, but okay. I, they do do the summer like preseason training. So it'll be probably from Team Canada, like right around that time. Yeah. And they, I think they start school a little bit earlier in the States too, right? Yeah. It's pre, pre Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your dad ever just check up every now and then and give you a possession of one on one? Or is he like, nah, I'm done? Sometimes when we're training, I'll yeah. be like, let's go play. But he's like, no, 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 no. He's, he's smart man. It. Likes the Achilles. Me and my brother, maybe sometimes, but yeah, my yeah. dad's not taking the risk. <laughs> no, man, we need our Achilles attached. Did your brother hoop? <laughs> Did your brother hoop? Yeah. 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 He's at Bucknell University. It's also in oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's, nice. about, it's about an hour from Villanova, too, or like an hour and a half. So I'll be close to him. Oh, that's cool. So that'll be great. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. I love it. All right. You ready? Yep. Okay, good. Like I said, we've had a variety of ages. You and Sila for sure the youngest. So I, I'm loving. I can't wait to hear the perspective here. Um, what's the? Let's get right into it. What's the greatest bag of chips out there? You know, you're having you. You're, you're, it's a quiet family movie night. We're pulling up the blanket, but we got some snacky stuff. What are we getting? All right, I'm doing. I'm doing a mix of two. I'm doing Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar Woo! with sweet chili heat Doritos. Like in the same bowl? Yeah. Dump them up. Not mix them together, but I, I need two. I can't yeah. just have the one. Yeah. Well, I'm, I just need a time out here. Wow. That is a take and a half. Do I you like salt vinegar. You do, hey? I love it. I love it. And the Miss Vicky's, the crunch is so good, right? Oh, yep. Um, so good. Okay. And sweet <laughs> chili. Sweet chili, low-key underrated chip too. Yeah. Those are so good. Mm, and then is, so it, good. is it water? Or yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. Just... If there's a drink, it's root beer. If I have the option, but in my house, we don't she really said, buy that stuff. So said, I got whoa. water. She <laughs> said, "Whoa, you didn't tell me there was a drink option here." <laughs> root beer, okay. Yeah. Good. 
Yeah. Uh, one of the things I'm most happy about is that my son hates pop. Like he had a movie night at school and was like, dad, I, I get to have a pop. We're like, yeah, sure. And we got to the movie, he had his hot dog, his popcorn, and then he got his pop and he sipped it. And he was just like, oh, and we were like, okay, good. Well, <laughs> for now, we don't have to worry about battling pop in the house. So that's good. That's yeah. like me with candy. I don't like oh, candy. So you don't? No, I love chocolate, but candy, mm -mm. no, no, no. Like no Sour Patch Kids, no no, 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 you, 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 no, uh-uh. I mean, it, there's definitely worse things to hate. Like that's probably, yeah. a good, that's a good, <laughs> it's not that a good, bad. yeah, it's a positive health choice, but wow, no candy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have a hidden talent that nobody knows about? <laughs> I would say I'm really good at Sudoku. Whoa. Like really good. But are you good at math? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Low yeah. Key. So we need to get it. I'm surprised there's not a pro Sudoku lead. There's got to be something out there. <laughs> you could probably get online and like win some. It's me and Marlo. Dave. That's who it is. Me and Marlo. Really? From Team Can yes. Every when we were at World in Spain, every yeah. day we're comparing who did it faster. Who? Did yeah, we go at each other all the time. <laughs> Sudoku. While we're on the bus, you'll look at our phones. We're both playing Sudoku. <laughs> Okay. I love it. I love it. Um, you and four other players, right? But we're we're on like outdoor, we're on the blacktop, call your own fouls, mm -hmm. first to 21, whatever, threes and twos. And then you get to pick a coach too. Who are you taking? Okay. Now, this can be your favorites, like your, yeah. your girls. It could be your favorites all time. You take it how you want. Okay. I thought this one. So I have me, yeah. obviously. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And then I got my mom. She's like a knockdown shooter. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Like best shooter in the family for like forever until recently. So me, my mom, mm -hmm. I got to get my dad in there. I mean, I guess he's kind of good at basketball, so <laughs> he can, <laughs> he can go in there. Okay. And then my brother, he's like, I think he's better than my dad. I know he's better than my dad at my dad's prime. Better than my dad. I've never seen my dad at his prime. That's why I can say that. I wasn't there, but my brother's very good. So I got my family of four, okay. but nobody's really over six feet. Yeah. So I'm pulling Wemby. So we got Victor Wembinyama, and he is helping level us out. So, so that's who the, we got. He's the defensive anchor. It's like we can pressure right. the ball enough. I get, I get beat. We got this right. absolute freakazoid that's who right. can block shots with his armpits. Okay. Exactly. I like it. Coach. I like it. Yeah. Coach. Coach, I'm going to have to go. You know what? I'm going to say Sila. Only because I know she'll just tell me to take whatever shots I, I want to take. <laughs> what I was going to say. She's going to definitely say shoot it before you turn it over, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. Well played. Good stuff. All right. Dead or alive, you've got the best seat in the house. Uh, what concert are you going to see? Maybe a couple artists. Um, maybe you've seen them or want to see them. Who we got? All right. I got to start off strong with Drake. I think that's a pretty common, obvious answer. You know? Have you seen him yet? I've never seen him in concert, but I've met him at an OVO game. So what? I feel like that kind of levels out a bit. Yeah. That might be even better than seeing him, <laughs> man. I mean, yeah. Okay. And that's then, a big flex. It Ladies is, and gentlemen, that was is. a big flex right there. It she was. Just, she just said, ah, I haven't seen him live, but I did meet him. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay. Talk and then, to him. Here we go. I'm going to have to go with SZA. 
Yes. Pretty common answer too, but she makes some great music. No. No? No. Wow. I mean, not a, I not feel like a, a lot of people in my age would say that. Yeah, I, I yeah. would agree. Yeah. We have, I've like, we go wireless. So I just use the music from on my phone in the PE class and I let mm -hmm. the kids, sometimes they just take my phone and add to cue and there's always a SZA track. In yep. the She's legit though. Oh, for yeah. sure. And then the last yeah, one, yeah. No, no. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I've like his shower, I, his music is perfect for showers. That's, it's just, yeah. Just singing and just belting it out. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's the voice? Um, uh, is the fan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the family's like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. The shower covers up the noise. Cut the wa cut the water off. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like he would um he would sort of be like in that Michael Jackson Beyonce like full performance kind of thing, right? Yeah. The dancing, like all of it. I think you know he he would definitely. I believe he's he's going on tour again. I think isn't he? Really? Yeah, maybe. I think maybe. he is. Maybe I do got to go to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli, do you want to say hi? Hi. Is it Jasmine? Say hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> We're almost done. And then we can play, okay? Okay. Okay. Say bye. Bye. He's so cute. Oh. Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep him around, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you just saw the PJ version. You don't see the trying <laughs> to get out the door version. <laughs> I told you you'd show up. Okay. Um what do we got? Okay, books or movies? This one's tough because I actually really like reading, but okay. I've kind of been slacking a bit and I've actually been on the movies right now. So I'm going to have to say movies for now. Okay. Is yeah. there something recently that you've watched or is there is there a go back all timer that you're like, you know, is there a safe, a safe space one that you're like, just going to throw this on? It was safe space big, and recently. Yeah. I, oh, like yesterday, okay. Dive would be kid. Those movies are great. I love them. My kid, Eli, <laughs> loves the books. The books are so funny. I have all of them. I have all of them. Yeah. I've read all of them. Me and my brother. Yeah. Amazing. Rowley and the whole crew. I, yep. can't, I list yep. them all. She likes diarrhea and the wimpy kids. <laughs> See, our morning routine is come down and breakfast. Then we always read during breakfast. So he'll have breakfast and we read a book. And my wife and I find ourselves like, I'll be reading and I'm just like laughing my butt yeah, off. Yeah, right? they're great. Some of it's because some of it's over his head too, right? Mm -hmm, so it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's funny stuff. And the, yeah, he's flipped, he's flipped on a couple of the movies and the, what is it? The cheese touch? Oh yeah. yeah. On the pavement. <laughs> yep. yep. So good. Yeah. I love it. What a great, yeah. you combine that, man, this, she's a whole package, ladies and gentlemen, this girl <laughs> is ready. Let's go. I love it. Um, who have been some of the most important people in your life up to this point? Obviously my parents, I mean, raised me and my brother, our whole lives have, they're like the major players, major key in who we are today. So obviously my parents for sure. But then I'd have to say mm -hmm. my brother too, just always watching him being that younger sister, watching him play basketball, watching him around his friends, watching him, you know, just playing around the house. Like just, he was always someone I wanted to be like best friends with, like, I was one of those kids that was like, I want to marry my brother when I'm older. Like I was obsessed right. with him. So just, it's, it's just cool to see where he's at now. And it's, you know, as we've grown older, we kind of had that stage where he was a teenager where I was still a bit young. So we weren't as close, mm -hmm. but now that we're both older, we found some like common things to yeah. talk to each other about again. So yeah, definitely my brother for sure. Like I miss him all the time. That's cool. That's cool. And I think it's even cool now 
going into the next phase of your life, having him gone through that too, right? It's just, you know, you have that connection in, but it's also someone and and I think sometimes you probably feel it. And I know I will with with E when he's older, is like mums and dads are great, but sometimes it's like I just don't want to hear it from you, you know? Yeah. And when you have that that person who's been through it and is still young, that's a great connection to have. Love mm-hmm. that. That's awesome. Um all right, two questions left. This one's pretty vital, though. Okay. Uh, now, you may not be much into cereal anymore, but um, when you were younger, or maybe you are, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. We're a, we're a Lucky Charms family here, mm. but what's, uh, what's, what's the greatest cereal out there? All right. So, yeah, when I was younger, I definitely yeah. would have said uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> Cinnamon Classic. Toast Crunch, yeah. Or drink the milk after. Yep, so, so good. good. Yeah. Or like some minutes. like cocoa puff, something like that, where like the milk becomes like chocolate milk. <laughs> but now I've moved on and I really like honey bunches of oats. Wow. Those are I had them today for breakfast. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> honey bunches of oats. Well, I gotta can't even remember. Let me give that a check up here. I honey bunches of oats. Delicious. I feel like I yeah? Yeah, so good. Just one bowl or? Today was one bowl, but there's been times where it's been maybe four. Like, I just can't okay. stop. It's so good. Wow. <laughs> okay. Fair. I love it. Give us the old school and the current. Good yeah. stuff. Um, this has been an awesome episode. Thank you for being with us. Um, again, like I said at the start, I think it's so important for people to share stories. But I think someone who's young... You're so like, you have a will about you that I just feel through the podcast, like your energy is so positive and strong, but I, you seem like such a confident young woman. And I love that. I love that, you, you. you know, you know who you are and you're not afraid to let people know who you are in a good way, yeah. not in like, you know, an egotistical way. You just, you have a good way of how you carry yourself and looking forward to seeing your career uh, blossom and see what's next for you. Um, who would you like to see on a hoops journey? Um, obviously, you, you know, this is how it works, right? We relay yes. it and silence, you know, I got someone for you. So, um, but you got it. You're the plug, you're the connect. So who's out there with a great story that, you know, wouldn't be like, nah, cause some people aren't up for it. Right. Some mm-hmm. people are just, you know, and I respect that. I get it. It's not their thing, but who do you think's out there that would be, uh, willing to hop on with us? I'm going to have to go with my good friend, Delaney Gibb. Okay. Yep. Out, out in for Alberta. Sure. It, yeah. Yep. Good. Awesome. And I and I love because you know I, we're you know we've had a lot of West Coast people on the show, but also I want you know we're we're open to spreading it and and we haven't had enough Alberta. What do we call those people? Albertans. Albertans. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So awesome. Kate. Next up, we'll we'll get her on. I'll Very reach out good. to you. Yeah. There. She's ready. Awesome. Listen. Thank you so much. Um, health, happiness to you and your family. Make sure you say hi to your dad for me. Of course. Um, if he doesn't remember who I am, I'll be really, really disrespected. <laughs> he has um, a good memory. He'll remember. Good. Good. <laughs> Any last thoughts, reflections for you? Um, keep doing what you're doing, representing, you know, for the women, represent for you, your family, working hard, doing all the right things, making the good choices. Um, any last thoughts or ideas uh, before we let you go? I'm good, but thank you so much for this opportunity. I mean, it's great. It's great to, you know, chat about these things with someone and learn about other Canadian basketball players. So it's it's been great to watch, you know, the other episodes. So cool to Mm -hmm. see. So 
hopefully we can get Delaney on here. That'd be cool. But thank you so much for this opportunity. No worries. We'll, we'll make it happen. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun little thing for me. And I think it's even, it's more fun when we get people kind of younger that are, they still have so many years ahead of them. And like I said, nothing but the best for you. Appreciate you taking the time on a, on a Saturday morning and, um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, um, we'll be watching, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mad love episode 127 great one in the books we'll see you on the next one thank you to our sponsors and we out